The New Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of The New Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments, and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. The knee joint should be fairly straightforward to assess. After all, it's a hinge joint, so it bends, flexes, and it straightens, extends. We also know that it internally and externally rotates when it is flexed and it has quite a simple muscle structure with muscles to the front, the quads and the back which are your hamstrings and calves that give it that active support. But as simple as it might be, some patients with knee pain can be really tricky to manage and get on top of. Maybe you know you struggle with your assessments and particularly your objective so when you you know working through your tests with your patient you struggle to make the right diagnosis quite really common for new grads is that you maybe feel like you do too many special tests so even when the subjective history doesn't really warrant this you find yourself doing every single test that you know at the knee you know, there's no evidence of an ACL injury, but you test it anyway. Then you test an MCL, an LCL, you know, a PCL, um, PFGA pain. You do all the tests like you've been taught at university. Or maybe for a lot of therapists, even though you go through your assessment, even though you think you've covered most of the main things, you have that almost lingering worry in the back of your mind that you've missed something serious like an MCL or an ACL injury. So to give you some help, I've got a few tips in this um, podcast episode that are really going to help you make sense of your knee pain assessments and specifically focusing in and around special testing. So the big thing to, to note with the knee that in the main special tests at the knee are actually pretty good. They have good sensitivity and also they're pretty specific, which in theory means it should be easy or easier to use these tests, to use these special tests, like a Lachman's test to to rule it or rule out an ACL injury, to and help to help you to find the the right diagnosis. And these, you know, these tests being more sensitive and more specific make it much easier at the knee on paper than other joints like the shoulder, for example. However, 
this all depends on new on you sorry and what i mean by that is firstly you actually need to be able to be able to be competent actually doing these tests and actually be able to perform these tests well because even the best test in the world it will give you the wrong result if you do the test poorly so this might give you you know a test on poorly might give you a false positive or a false negative but either way you'll come up with the wrong diagnosis so again a test could be a hundred percent you know specific uh, and a hundred percent sensitive to a particular injury but if you can't do that test well maybe you don't get the right result and maybe you find something that's not there or indeed miss something that is actually there and that would be your false positive or your false negative result but even before testing itself and obviously having the competency to, to do the test you actually need to make sure you pick the the right test and there's a test for every single structure in the knee and you need to know what these tests are and what injury they relate to so for example you've got a, a Lachman's test is a is an example of an ACL test we have the um, MCL valgus test sorry for uh, potentially looking at an MCL injury we have uh, an LCL various test for looking at instability and presence of an LCL injury. We, you might use something like a McMurray's test or Thessaly's test for to look at potentially a meniscal problem with your patient. So you need to know what these tests are and you also need to be able to do these tests well. And if you can do this, you should be in a great position to rule in or rule out the right problem. And one thing also just to, to take account of and, and for you to, to always remember when presented with knee pain or indeed any injury for, for that matter do not just test everything so again this is one of the, the biggest errors that I see made by almost all new grad physios and, and if I give you this example now you'll I'm sure will have done this before. So you get your patient, they walk into the clinic, you work through your subjective assessment, they've got knee pain. You do your you know, range of movement testing, strength testing, maybe you do a few functional tests like get them to, to squat, to lunge, to jump, etc. Uh, you might even get them to do the, the movement that you know that aggravates their symptoms so you can sort of work out what's going on. So again get to the end of the assessment and that's typically where you'll do your your special testing and, and then what you do is you test for everything you test for every possible injury you test for an acl a pcl a lcl an mcl meniscus fat pad um, pfj joint issues even when there is no indication from your subjective or the test you've done so far in your objective assessment to suggest that you should actually do this and this to a large extent is not actually your fault because this is the approach you were taught at university. You were taught to, to go through these you know, your objective assessment in this way, get to the special testing, and, and again, the big, I guess, teaching and learning and an ethos almost of university teaching is this rule out type of way of working where you'll actually do everything just in case. I want to make sure it's definitely not this injury. So I'll test it. But the more tests you do, a couple of things here, the more information that you have to decipher and make sense of, which can make it more difficult, particularly as a new grad physio, um, and also 
you're much more likely to aggravate your patient doing more tests, particularly special tests, because special tests are going to look for one of two things. They're either going to look for instability uh, or they're going to look for pain. And particularly um, tests that provoke pain, if you start rattling through loads of tests with your patient and you actually aggravate your patient, you may, not, you may actually find then the, the rest of your testing really difficult because you might actually stir some symptoms up in your patient's knee, for example, and you come to do the next test, the knee's already irritated, and then you're just not sure, oh, has this test actually brought about some pain, or is that pain just there from the test before? So what you clearly need to know what tests you're going to do with your patient. You need to be able to do the test well, and you need to you know, put some thought into, into what you're actually going to test because, again, largely speaking, your, your best test will always be your first test and you need to prioritise the test that you do in your objective assessment and particularly when you're doing your special test. So, again, to, to bring this all together, the aim of any testing and special testing is no different. We want to be as specific as possible. If you fail to do this and just test everything, you know you risk getting the wrong information. Maybe you get that false positive, maybe you get that false negative, or even worse, you might miss an important injury like an ACL. If you can clinically reason what you're doing, and that includes special testing, then you're on the right lines. But if you feel like you're just going through the motions and testing for testing's sake when you have that knee pain patient on the bed, then you might need to rethink your approach. I really hope the content in this podcast um, helps you out and obviously it's probably posed a few questions for you in your own practice in the management of patients with knee pain and indeed other problems as well. And if you'd like to find out a little bit more, if you'd like to, you know, to read a bit more and, and learn some more information about how to better assess the knee and how to become more confident with your objective assessment and particularly your special testing so you don't miss anything serious and you can better manage patients with a whole host of knee issues like patellar tendinopathies, you know, PFJ joint pain, ACL, PCL or MCL injuries, then please get in touch. I have a whole module within my new graph physio membership just on the knee. It's got anatomy, it's got biomechanics, it's got subjective assessment, um, lessons it's got lessons on the objective assessment including special testing and then it's got specific uh, content around treatment around rehab for the most common knee pathologies that you will see so i want to learn a bit more about how to get access to this and loads more content just like this then head to newgraphphysio.com forward slash membership and finally as always, I really appreciate your time and effort listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. I put it together to help people out, to help therapists like you make sense of what you're doing, whether that's working with a knee, whether that's a shoulder, whether it's a low back. So I always appreciate any feedback, any questions, need any help with anything. Um, the best place to head is probably the New Grad Physio website. We can get obviously in contact and access a whole host of the free resources that are there so that's newgraphphysio.com and if you do want to know and learn and fast track your learning and, and get on you know get ahead of the game in terms of how you manage your patient with knee pain or indeed any other problem then take a look at the membership newgraphphysio.com forward slash membership thanks for listening to the new grad physio podcast before you head off i just wanted to make sure you did not miss this Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, 
newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, The 5 Breakthrough Steps to Confidently Treat the Shoulder Right Every Time, Avoid Mistakes and Stop You Feeling Less Adequate Than Other New Grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.